What's going on, guys? Episode five of the Young Closer Podcast. What up? What up? What up? It is episode five. Happy Sunday, everybody. Happy Sunday. So amen. Hey, hey, guys. Number one, amen. Hope you guys are going to church, having a blessed day, rocking and rolling, crushing it. Me and Ryan thought that we're going to do something funny this morning, and we're going to just talk about some car dealership horror stories that we've had. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> just just some some funny moments, maybe some scary moments, whatever it is. Just just some good times that we've had at the car dealership. And so I know I've had a couple. I sold cars out there in Little Rock. And so it was always a, it was always something was going on. And so Ron, I kind of want you to kind of want you to start this off with just I remember Ryan told me the story. It was like it was like eight months ago. He showed me this 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 memory of him and a guy that he took a selfie with that he sold him a car to that he met him in a certain location. Ooh, this is a good one. I forgot about this. Story. So <laughs> grab your popcorns, folks. This is going to be great. So long, long time ago, in a land far, far away, uh, Big Rai ended up in the slammer behind <laughs> bars, incarcerated. And uh, anyways, met a ton of great people in there. Not. Yeah. But this one guy that I met, uh, I can't even remember his name, but uh, I've seen him a couple times. Well, anyways, he was in there and uh, whatever, kind of, we knew some people, some mutual friends, whatever. Well, anyways, I get out of jail. I don't know what happened to him. Didn't see him for months, right? Well, one day uh, I'm selling cars. I'm doing tons of social media. Like my social media was popping. Like Jacob, and you're the same way. Like you know, it's powerful social media. Oh, dude, it's, it's freaking so. I have so like damn powerful. Every like everyone I've ever known, they were like, "Dude, Ryan, you're selling cars. Like, let me come get a car from you and whatever." So this guy that um, I had met in the county jail, in Brown County Jail, um, he reaches out to me. He's like, "Hey, man, you know, I'm doing good. Um, I got a full time job. Me and my girlfriend are doing really great. Got her own place. My life's turned around, and I want to come, you know, buy a car." So the guy comes into the dealership and I'm like, this is crazy. Like how many people have clothes? And Hey, if you guys have done this before, reach out and let us know. But cause I guess this is actually kind of common because at the time I didn't know this, but a lot of car salespeople, or I think just a lot of salespeople in general at one time have been arrested. I don't know. Jacob, has that, have you ever noticed that? I don't know. I mean, that's just something I've kind of heard. Well, anyways, this guy comes in to the dealership and uh, we run his credit. And his credit wasn't the greatest. He's a little credit challenged. And, um, um, but he had decent income, whatever. Ended up selling him a car. It was like a Kia Rio. Like it was basically one of those deals where it was a subprime deal. And we just had to get it done, right? And he was happy as hell. So anyways, I'm doing my little video, you know, thanking him for purchasing the vehicle. And I said like, hey, I met this guy in the county jail. And, you know, our lives really turned around. We're both kicking ass, doing great <laughs> now. And, um and before I go on, I'm going to talk about a little bit about the trade-in because, look, when you're selling someone <laughs> from a, the county jail that you met, it's probably going to be kind of a weird situation. Well, anyways, the guy didn't have his title to his um, to his trade-in, right? His trade-in was horrible. It reeked like Newports. There was promethazine <laughs> bottles all over the floor. It oh looked like God. Future's, you know, trap car. It was crazy. And anyways, um, we, we did the deal, but the, the, the contingency was I had to go to the guy's house and get the title to make sure the deal was totally funded before I got paid, right? So that night, and I remember it vividly, it was a cold Wisconsin January evening, about nine o'clock at night. I follow this guy to his house. Now, this guy is in a biker gang. He's like got the biker like leather jacket on. He's in like a biker gang. Get to his trap house, right? 
and I'm just by myself, you know, and I get to his trap house. And there's about four like biker dudes in this house. And it's just, just nasty, just <laughs> cigarettes and other stuff everywhere. Piles of shit everywhere. They're just digging through papers, looking for this title. I'm thinking there's no way we're going to find this title. Um, but the cool thing is everyone was great. They ended up actually finding the title, which I was surprised. And then like two of his little biker gang buddies, they wanted to come buy a car. All credit challenged. All made decent money, and I think I was hitting like three, four pounders on all of them. So if you guys are listening to this podcast, you know, and I made a little dough off you guys, I appreciate you. But the funniest thing is I posted this, <laughs> this, um, the, you know, because you post a, a video with your customer, right? That's the right thing to do. And I did my little story of how we met. My general manager catches wind of this video, and they pull me into the HR department. And they're like, Ryan, you know, we love what you're doing, but I mean, that's kind of borderline. And I'm like, look, that's the truth. That's the realness. And that video ended up getting me a lot of, um, you know, felonious activity people reaching out to me going, man, you know, you do deals with felons and this. I'm like, yeah, I'll whatever. As long as you got decent credit, about a thousand bucks down, we'll make something happen, baby. Come we'll, on. We'll make it right. And that's what's special about the car business, man, is it doesn't matter where you come from, what walk of life, where you're at in your life. If you're good, bad, never, never bought anything with credit in your life, dude. There's somebody out there that can get you racking and rolling down the street. You just, you just got to find the guy. Well, and, and real quick. Before, you know, this is like a funny story, like Sunday, fun day, like podcast, but real quick on the sales training side of this, there's leads everywhere. Oh, like, literally like, everywhere. Like that lead literally came because I was, I got arrested and I was in jail. Like, and I, mar- and I marketed with people and not marketed, but now, like, I wouldn't, it was a lead generation funnel. I wouldn't suggest doing this, but yeah, look, I, I would say staying takes. out of, staying out of County to shake a couple hands, maybe get a couple leads. That's probably... Not the place I'd go, but you know, extreme things happen in extreme environments, and that's when you learn that okay, literally, there's leads everywhere, and so you just, you just got to be on the outlook for it. And so, man, I got a, I got a couple of funny ones like Josh Green. If you're listening to this, so I had a customer that uh, that was coming up to the dealership. Paperwork was pretty much already done. I just had a closer on the pencil on the payment. You know, haven't gotten to that point yet. Was working it through my Facebook. And me and him, we decided to go like, go grab lunch real quick, like literally like a pickup and go. And we're driving back and Josh, sorry that this happened to the old GTI buddy. Sorry. But uh, we're driving and as we're coming down Colonel Glenn Loop, the interstate literally just jumps right onto the main road. And like, there's like, there's barely a yield sign and it just goes from the yield from the interstate straight onto the road type. And this lady in this Mustang and just comes right in our lane. We lock up, bam, we slam into the back of her. What? You hit into her? Oh, I wasn't driving. Oh, thank, thank okay, goodness. Good. Yeah, no, I was in the passenger seat and I'm, I'm, my customers are like literally like pulling up to the dealership. And so we're, we're in a car accident. We pull over to the dealer. Like there's, it's a dealership row here. And we pull over to inside of one of the dealerships, like so we can get like police reports, like we're off the main road. And my customer called me. She goes, Hey, I'm up here at the dealership. Like, where are you at? And I literally like on the phone, I'm just like, I got into a car accident. Everything's okay. I'm catching an Uber. And she goes, what? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I got in a car accident. I've already done my police, like my, my witness statement, like my police report. I'm on my way up to the dealership now. Like I'm catching an Uber to go close this lady. So I come in. She's like, oh my God, is everything okay? Like I can go home. I can come back tomorrow. And the thing I love about the car business is straight up adversity. Like when it comes down to a deal, like we'll go to hell and back just to get, you know, just, just to get like that one extra one. So I know it was like wrapping up towards the end of the month and 
literally sat down, closed up the deal, got it through finance. Next thing you know, Josh comes back up to the dealership, like police report. We're like, dude, what the hell? We look at the damages. Front end is like kind of smashed in a little bit. So were you selling this car? I didn't catch that. No, no, no. So we're, we took his car, but I had a customer who was pulled oh, up to the dealership okay. for, an an, for an appointment. She came a little bit I got early. It. I got you. I got and you. I was going to grub down real quick. You know how fast we eat in, in, in the business. And so like, dude, like, let's go get something to eat. Get in a car accident, like just stupid stuff like that. Um, we once had a guy. Um, he he was on some some substances. He's some good old Arkansas sugar. Yeah, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But he's in a like a, a a feather hat, like one of those like suit jackets that you'd see in the eighties, the one that goes like straight down, like almost to your knees. And this guy's walking around the dealership and just like making like random noises like guy reeks like piss and i'm like oh my god like are we really just gonna let this person like just kind of like mess with the sales staff like he's just coming up there to mess with people he's not in service not looking to buy nothing not even looking to stop at the vending. he's just urinating himself yeah, pretty much like he's not even there for at the vending machine and he's just in there and he's just like just cracking up jokes like just yelling at people like literally like barking at people and i'm like dude like what the hell is going on? Only in Arkansas. Only in only in what happens in Arkansas stays in Arkansas. It's the second Vegas. But like literally, like we had to call the police. Like the guy runs and stuff like that. Just like stupid stuff like that would happen in the dealership all the damn time. Or you'd find homeless people sleeping in the cars. I remember one time I went to go show a customer a car, and I guess a guy had a uh, overnight stay because we didn't lock the car up. So I get there in the morning. It's one of my like a super early appointment. And I'm literally like, okay, I'm gonna go look at the car. I'm gonna go drive it, warm it up, make sure that, you know, just like condensation, make sure the brakes like aren't squeaky when they drive the car. And I get it, dude, it reeks like piss. I'm like, you, I was like, you gotta be fucking. Well, at least he's hydrated. Yeah. At least, well, I mean, he was definitely, cause it was terrible. I was like, oh my God. Like they were my first customers. Like the deal's already done. Like they've already agreed to numbers, already agreed to payment price, trade and rate, everything. Like it's literally you walk in, you sign, you go to finance, you're out. Like I literally, I get in the car, almost throw up. I take it straight back to detail. I'm like, guys, listen, I'm gonna give y'all some money and a pizza party. If you can get this thing like cleaned up, like do whatever you can. Shout out, shout out to the detail department back there, dude. Bunch of hustlers straight, like cleaned the whole car, bleached it, disinfected it, like from the top to bottom, cleaned this car. Just absolute Mr. Clean style. I come back around, it's like 30 minutes later. And I'm like, okay, guys, where's the car? Where's the car? They're like, oh yeah, no, it's done. It's already up front. We put the keys on your desk. And I'm like, no kidding. So I go out there. My customer shows up a little early. I haven't had a chance to look at the car yet. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> like, here's the moment of truth. <laughs> So we walk out there, unlock the car, and like I'm about to go kind of back it up. Like we're about to go on a little test drive, make sure everything's all cool with this so that we can sign on the numbers. The guy gets in, and I just see him do the old. And he goes, man, you, you guys just clean it? And I'm like, yeah, man, we, we wanted to make it, you know, clean like new, like disinfect it. I was like, just make it, make it smell. Just make it smell nice, baby. And he was like, dude, you guys did a good job. He goes, shout out to, you know, shout out to your guys back there. And I was like, oh my God, I'll smell no piss smell. Bro, I was sweating bullets, sweating bullets at the dealership. And uh, yeah, no, the guy bought the car, absolutely loved it. And uh, I still talk to him today. Like his uh, name's Gary. Did Albright. you ever tell him about the piss? No. Gary Albright. You should probably tell him about that. Well, I mean, you probably should. Because that would be funny. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it's, dude, it's literally been like probably three years. He'll probably traded in too. No, he's probably already traded it in. Yeah, it's dude. That, that guy's got money, money. Yeah. So he he keeps cars like 
He just pisses it away. Yeah, they did. Yeah, he, he's pissing it away like the guy who slept in it the night before. Hey, everyone out there, I want you guys to to email us at askyoungclosers at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Email us your funny, funniest dealership story, funniest sales story, just something funny. Like it could be the worst horror story of your just, life, like the the hell, like the hell on wheels type type of deal, or just something like ridiculous happening yeah we want to hear your stories because i could go on and on for days about funny shit but i want to hear from you guys yeah no because i mean I, I i've got a couple that i'm not going to share publicly. we'll share them later yeah we'll, we'll share them at every sunday that should be our thing is sunday fun day just funny ass sales related stories and I, uh, next sunday guys so you guys got seven days to email us some of like your your funny like your funny stories and i want to like it can be anonymous you can say who you are but i want to read off some of them for the podcast and like, just kind of like, just talk about them. So, if and, then you guys we should, and then we should give away something for like the funniest story. We'll give away Ooh. something. We'll do a giveaway. We're not going to tell you what we're going to give away yet. We'll figure that out on next Sunday's podcast. Yeah, and we're going to start giving things away. Give Ooh. you guys put some skin in the game. You know put what I'm some saying? skin in the game, baby. Well, hey guys, if you would number one, like the like the podcast, leave a review, sure. drop a five stars on it. That would mean the absolute world to me and Ryan. Obviously, email us your you know your your funny stories, but follow us on Instagram. I'm at the Real Young Closer on Instagram, and I'm at the Commission Cowboy. And so, you guys, reach out. Let's all connect. Let's get plugged into the community. Let's rock and roll. Have a blessed rest of your Yeehaw. Sunday morning. Love you guys. 